So we are holding in Tanya in middle of Perik Yudalid on page Chaf on the top of on the top of the page on page Chaf there is a uh, new paragraph that begins with the words Ubaze Yuvan. Uh, Perik Yudalid is divided into two parts, and tonight we'll learn the second part of Perik Yudalid. Um, really, he's ending up here in Indian a concept. Um, since since the beginning of Perik Yud Beis, we've been dealing with the Benuni. Right? We, we went through this many times. Tanya is called the Book of the Benini. Um, and in the opener of Tanya, he described the battle of the Yitzhatari, the Yitzhahara, the godless soul, animal soul. Um, and then he devoted a chapter to Tzadikim, um, the Tzadik V'toyvle, the Tzadik Virali. That was chapter 10, Perik Yud. Then he devoted a chapter to the, um, the Rishoim, the different types of Rishoim. That was Perik Yud Aleph. And Perik Yud Beis begins with the Benini, the Habenini. Um, and, he's, and he describes at length in Perik Yud Beis and Yud Gimel the struggle of the Benini um, and the Benini during davening. We talked a lot about him. And that was Yud Beis and Yud Gimel. Perik Yud Dalid, the first part, is where he told us. Um, the, the idea that not every person is going to be a tzaddik, better said, not every person could even be a tzaddik, but every person has the ability to be a benini. Because the basic idea, the basic difference is that tzaddik is someone who is able to totally control his feelings, his heart, his feelings. And that is something that is not necessarily um, for everyone to be able to do. Tzadikim libam birshusam. Tzadik, his lave, his what he should feel, what he should desire is in his rishus, in his domain. But a benini is just someone who always does the right thing. You know, when push comes to shove, in machshava dibur ma'isa, thought, speech, and deed, the benini does the right thing, and that is something that every person can do. That's um, that's what he said, and that's the main thing. The main thing of a yid is to do the right thing. The main thing is not to become someone that's free of any negative desire. The main thing is to be able to control my desires and do the right thing. And that's the Bainan. And that brings us here, again, on page Chaf, Ubazei Yuvan. That's seven or eight or nine lines down on the page. New paragraph. Ubazei Yuvan, with this we'll understand, Kefal Loshen Hashvua. The, um, the seeming double, uh, the, the double Loshen, double Loshen, like a, a redundancy with the oath the very first statement, the very first quote that Tanya begins with, um, 14 chapters ago, is a Gemara from Masech Nida that says that when a neshama is born, they make every neshama take an oath. They make the neshama swear, albeit that you should be a tzaddik and not a rasha. Now, on, a surf- on the surface, the Atarebbe points out a very interesting question. That that oath which seems to be totally um, redundant. It says, be a tzaddik and don't be a Russia. Well, if I do part A, I'm not part B. Why would I have to make two oaths that I'm going to be a tzaddik and not going to be a Russia? What's the pshat? It says, the l'chayra tamua. Seemingly, it's, 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 it's very hard to understand. Ki tzaddik. Once that they already administered the first oath. And made the neshama swear that he's going to be a tzaddik. Lama tzrichim oid shaloi yihi ye Russia. Why then would they have to make the neshama take the second oath not to be a Russian? What's the pshat? So rather, what's the pshat? Says the Rebbe, I'll tell you pshat. He says very pshat. He's very very pshat. He says the first thing you tell a person: try to be a tzaddik. 
Problem is that most people won't. They won't ever be a tzaddik. So what's the second oath? You know what? Okay, forget that. At least don't be a Russian. What's the difference between being a tzaddik and not being a Russia? Someone? A Benini. Because a Benini is not a tzaddik, but it's not a Russia. So this is what they're telling the summer. The first thing is in Shama, you come down and say, be a tzaddik. Be a, you know, go all nine yards. Oh. Where are we holding? We were saying, um, Adi Tzaddik says the first rule is be a tzaddik. So, how can you, but, oh, redundant. but if you're not going to be a tzaddik, then don't be a Russian. But isn't like you maybe one can say that if someone has the potential, if someone has the ability to become a tzaddik, that's what enables them to become a Russian because everything is a balance in this world. And if you can't, it's not, it's Tamaji of Russia is not an easy thing as well. To be a tzaddik is not, it's. Yeah, so therefore, if so someone has the power why, to be a tzaddik... Why is it hard to be a Russian? <laughs> to, it's very easy to be a Russian. It's very hard. You could just start breaking everything in your whole house. How hard would that be? No, Russia is that you, have, that you don't have any desire to do good, right? It's You're like, talking about a Russian gummer, the ultimate Russia. We're talking about a Russia that does affairs. Does affairs. Why is that not a Russia? Russia? No, because the Benin is someone who always does the right thing. Remember, the Benini is someone who, he always does the right thing. But he still has internal struggles, he still has desires, but he overcomes them. The Rush is the one who fails, so he doesn't fail. Shouldn't there be a fourth category between a Benini and a Russia? What's that? To me, that seems like that would be most. There's people. a lower and higher Benini. So in, in, in Russia, you have the ultimate Russia. And then you have someone who doesn't have Vera here and there and doesn't do Chuva. Right? Once you do Chuva, you wipe it away. Okay. But but as long as I have un, unaccounted for Averis that I'm not doing Shuvah for, then I'm a Russia. I'm not a Russia Gomor, I'm not a Russia Veraloi. But if I if there are Averis on my list that I haven't taken care of at this moment, I'm a Russia. Again, it's called a Russia Vatoivali. It's a very uh, it's a very uh, mild, so to speak, level of Russia. But as long as there are Averis on my account that are not taken away, then I am a Russia Vatoivali. So what we're what the what the Nishama is told is Make sure, no matter what, do the right thing. And that's the second shul. That's the fallback position. Hey, just, you know, um, say, aim for the sky. I'll be the sadikum. But number, after when you finish with that, just don't do anything wrong. Don't do anything wrong and keep, you know, keep, on, your, keep on your game. And do the mitzvahs. And don't do the avarice. And so in other words, when it says not to be a rasha, in other words, it means to be a benini. That Every person has a chiv to be a benini. Every person has a thief to do the right thing, to overcome every struggle. But isn't a Benini somebody that never makes a mistake? Oh, that's the, the perfect Benini who's, who's always that way. But every person at every moment can be a Benini by doing Shuva and then doing the right thing. The Benini is the one who overcomes the struggles. Now, if I overcame every struggle in my life, I'm a wonderful Benini. What if I, did, if I fell a number of times, then I did Shuva? So I, I'm pulling myself back into the Benini bracket. As long as my do's and don'ts are in place, I'm a Benini. Now, if I, my whole life was that way, that's wonderful. If I fell and I did shuva, so I'm back in that bracket. The Benini is the one who controls his do's and don'ts. And that's the most important thing of a yid. The most important thing is not how big of a tzaddik I am. You know, what kind of a yid. It's about doing the right thing in, much, in thought, speech, and deed. And if, I, if I'm on my game, so I'm not a Russian, I'm a Benini. And it's like, well, yes. uh, why the first part of um, Hitzanik, like we, we were saying that not everyone could be Hitzanik. Like, so we'll get to that soon. We'll talk about that. Okay? 
on the fourth line after the period. Being that every person doesn't merit to be the tzaddik. A person doesn't have the, he really doesn't have the, um, the bechira, the choice so much. What's the tzaddik? The tzaddik is the one who is his tainug. How does he tainug? His pleasure is only godliness. Anything that's negative is disgusted by him. That's the tzaddik. So most people are not in that place that they're ever going to come to that situation that their all their pleasure is godliness and everything that's not godly is going to be disgusting to them. Most people will never be there. And therefore, mashbim, shenis, that's why they make the, the neshama. Take the second oath. Al tehirasha al kalpanim. At least don't be a Russian. If you're not going to be a tzaddik, you won't attain that madrig, that your pleasure will only be godly. And that which is negative will be disgusting to you. You won't be there. So you're asking a struggle. At least don't be a Russian. That in this area of not being a Russia, every person has the ability to choice of choice and the ability, the permission. I'm sorry. The permission and the kayach is given to every person. Powerful words. Every person has the ability to be Moshel. How do how, how I say Moshel in English? Mm-hmm. To rule over the spirit of Taiva of the heart. And to conquer one's Yitzchak. Everyone has the ability to always be in control of themselves, not to let their desires control them. Do we have the ability not to have desire? No, not necessarily. But do we have the ability to control our desires? Yes. Whether it's when we're talking about surmira comes to avirs, and I may have a desire to do something that's against Hashem, or it comes to a mitzvah and I'm lazy to do it. When it says to do well, what's the ultimate goodness is, is Torah study. And sometimes we have this uh, a sense of a laziness to go learn Torah. So Al-Tarba says, when it comes to when it comes to doing the right thing and staying away from the wrong thing, that every yid can do. And therefore, that's the second part of the Shavuah. That even if you're not going to reach, you know, dear Neshama, even if you're not going to reach the level of the tzaddik that has tainug and alakus and godliness, and you're going to have negative desires and you're going to have laziness. But the second oath that's administered is, no matter, come what may, to make sure that Lepoil, you are going to govern, you're going to rule over the type of the heart. That's that. So that explains why you have the second Shavuah after the first. What that leaves questionable, though, is why you have the first Shavuah. That's what you started asking. Mm-hmm. In other words, if at the end of the day we're saying that most people will never be a tzaddik anyway, so why do we go through the two steps of the oath? We say, be a tzaddik. And if you can't, so at least don't be a Russia. Why talk about being a tzaddik? Just say, don't be a Russia. Just say, do the right thing always. You can say, just like, be a Be a And don't say anything. And don't say anything else. So why do we mention the first part about being a tzaddik? And now we have a very interesting concept in Tanya, which is really the, really the closing part of this uh, period, and a very important idea. And I want to talk about that in a moment. Very powerful and very important, and sometimes people um, forget about this Tanya idea. And it goes like this. 
On the one hand, Tanya is all about that what's the most important thing to work on? Machshava Dibormais. Think the right thing, do the right thing, speak the right thing. Don't think the wrong thing, don't do, and so on. What about my feelings? That my feelings should be, uh, my desire should only be godly and not negative and not mundane, not animal. So Tanya says so many times that that's not necessarily in my abilities to totally to control. So here's the question. Should I work on it? Should one try to work on their, on their inner koiches as well, on their desires, on their midas? Should one try to make that their desires should be godly? And should one try to diminish the desire and that which is non-godly? Or, nah, listen, I'm just going to work on being a bainani. A bainani is a thought, speech, and deep uh, person. So I don't have to deal with working on my, what's my time, what's my desires, what's my pleasures. So my pleasures, I'll just let them roam wild as long as I'll do the right thing. I won't do any avarious. It's much easier to do the right thing if you're not having those desires. Okay, so that's a, that's a practical thing, which is, you know, it'll, it'll help yourself to take care of the desires as much as you can as well. True, so that's like a, from a practical perspective. But a, that's, that having been said, is there an Indian on me working on my desires? Or should I leave that for Sadiq? Should I just say, my focus in life is to do the right thing? What's going on inside? Feelings? I'll leave that for a second. Says the Alter Rebbe, that's what the first Shavu is about. They say, Rebbe I want you to work on being a Tzadik. But if you won't, if you won't get there, just, just, just don't be a Russian. So why do you tell me part one? Part one is because every Yid, in addition to working on their Machshava Dibur Maisa, on their thoughts, speech, and deed, should also place emphasis on working on refining themselves. That their Tanugim should be in Elikus. And to lessen the Tanugim in Gashmis. And to, to overcome the struggles, not only in, you know, Pearl Mamash, I won't do the wrong thing. To try to become more idle and more Ruchnistic. So that what do I desire is more Ruchnistic things. To develop a Gishmak in Ruchnis. And to lessen the desire for the negative. Now, will I, will I necessarily be um, fully successful? Probably not. Probably not because who's fully successful in that? The tzaddik. And I'm not going to be a tzaddik most likely. Doesn't matter. Even though I won't be a tzaddik, that's an area of avida that a yid is supposed to work on. So I won't be the ultimate tzaddik. I'll be a 70% tzaddik, 50%, 30%, 25%. What's the difference? But a yid is not meant to only be a thought, speech, deed person. I'm going to do the right things. Again, my, 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 my heart will run wild and all types of desires, but I'll do the right thing. No. A yid is supposed to be Kaddish. A yid is supposed to be Helik. He's supposed to be more edel, more refined. And you're supposed to work on what's called a Vedasatsadiki. Though it's important to honestly know that Bishlemos, I probably won't get there. But a little, I'll get. And then a little more, and then a little more. And that's where the first part of the Shavu is there for. Very powerful idea in Tanya. Because sometimes we get so caught up in Tanya about, you know, it's the book of the Bainani, and the Bainani, and the Bainani, Machshav, Libra, So we sort of think that, okay, anything deeper, feeling-wise, that's for Tzaddikim. Says al but that's not so. A Yid is supposed to work on both fronts. On the thought, speech, and deed, on the, and the action. But a Yid is also supposed to work on the more internal kechas, on their desires as well. And that, that's the idea that he's going to discuss here. 
This is a, a very, again, famous piece, the end of chapter 14 of Tanya, where the Alter Rebbe tells us that every Yid is meant to work also on what's called Avedis HaTzadikim. Let's read inside. Um, about 10 lines from the bottom, by the period towards the end of the line. For those who are looking inside. I'm looking inside, just not... I know, I know, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> looking inside been, myself. We've been doing this long enough. I know, I know the... Uh, Right. Looking inside of yourself, that's the real place you're supposed to look. Ach, af al nevertheless, a person is supposed to be koveya itim. How do you say koveya? To, um, to establish or set times. Lashis eitzais benafshay. Liyais mayis bara. That a person is supposed to Think of ways and ideas in his mind that things that are negative should be disgusting to one. Now, that, that, I should, that I should be... Luscious is think? Luscious really means to place, to, to place atheists, ideas in my mind. The things that are bad for me, I should, I should t- try to take a lesson. My gishmak, my tiny in it. Kegoyim, for example, you have, Batsas chachameinu zecherinu levracha. We have that the eights of Archacham, which is what's one of the, what's one of the most uh, the biggest struggles internal struggles and in taiva of, of a man typically is with women, right? So what do Chacham say to think Isha Hamas Think about a person very in external. There's an external beauty to it, but what's inside of a person? Full of you know if you see the inside of a person that's the end of your desire. Uh, literally, like, think about what's inside that person yeah, physically. Physically. In other words, to, to, to develop a disgust for that which externally is so desirous. So, the Chachamim, what the Chachamim are telling us is it's not just about do the, don't do the wrong thing. It's like, it's like, it's to work on losing that desire. People love diamonds, but people realize that people are ki- little kids that are stuck mining them and they're killed and all this stuff. I mean, it's such a. To get by a diamond, maybe like four kids die from it. They're disgusted from diamonds. Exactly, exactly. Even even bigashmius, even food. Sometimes you look at food and it's so delicious, and then you think for yourself, where's where that food going, and what's going to be with it, what's it going to do to me, and what what is it in ten seconds after I finish eating it? What does it look like? And and you could you if you if you think about this properly, you can lose that big desire that that external thing. Ah, oh, so so delicious, so gishmak. Because really, it's, it's nothing. And sometimes the, the things that are most beautiful to behold are the worst for me and will do the worst thing for me and they'll affect me negatively. So if I could just remember that when I'm eating it. What does it say, what does it say in Pirkei Avis? Mar bebasar, mar berima. Right? Mm-hmm. The person has more flesh, so there's more for the worms. That's what it is at the end of the day. Right? So when you visualize that, when you're, when you're creating the more flesh, that, that should lessen the taiva a little bit. Or a person who realizes and picks up a cigarette to smoke, that this is directly killing me. The more I can visualize that, the less I'll have the taiva for it. So what the Chacham are telling us in the Gemara is, when it comes to Havadus, it's not just about, okay, I won't do it. No, try to train yourself to look at it with a better eye and see how bad it is and, and disgusting it is. Ukahai Gavna. And similarly, and like other examples, he says, All these delicious tasting things. Delicious foods. You look, oh, the steak and the cake and the this and that. What happens with them? With the food right after you finish eating it? Where's it headed? You know, I was, 
the, the world is celebrating today the uh, tremendous Yeshua of my uncle, Rabshal Marthai Halevi. I was with him in jail three weeks ago. I went to visit him three weeks ago. It was Erev uh, Rish Kislev. Well, now it's already five weeks, actually. I, I, I'll take it back. It was, uh, I visited him on Yudale. It was Yud Gimel Kislev. Okay, three weeks, three and a half weeks ago. So one of the things he was telling me then, he's a very special yet. Unbelievable. I mean, I could talk about him, talk about him, but I want to learn some tiny thing. But he's um, very special. And he was talking to me about Typhus. He said, he says, he says, he says, gosh, it, it doesn't even taste good. <laughs> and he, said, he, says, he said, I'll tell you, it says in Erechaim. It says in Erechaim, it says something beautiful. It says, food, you see, it's food so tasty, so bishmak, right? He says, the food's not good. What's the raya? He says, eat a piece of it. Eat two pieces. Eat three pieces. Once you're full, the next piece, you look at it, ugh, disgusting. What happened? Just because you became full, it stopped tasting good? He says, he says, he says that it says this in He says, why is it that once we're full, especially if we're overfull, the same food that five minutes ago was so delectable and our mouths were watering, we can't even look at it. The food didn't change. Same food, same fragrance, same oven. What's the right? Is it right that the food wasn't good? I have a type in my stomach. I have a desire. The food, if the food would really be something delicious, then who cares how much you eat? It will still be delicious. Hashem, Torah, is beautiful. The more you learn, it doesn't become disgusting. It becomes more delicious, more beautiful. Something that's really good doesn't get less good because you're full. Something that once you're full, you start thinking it's disgusting, that means it, it, it itself was never good. It was just a desire that you had. It's in the mind. What are you saying? It's like money. I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't know, but but, but but he was telling me he was very he was Shalmarka. He was jealous. Saying he says he says gosh, he says I learned it. He told me this. He told me this three weeks ago. He says I learned it when I was a bacher. The gosh, it, it takes you. It's tantalizing, but it's it's at the end of the day you keep on. If you have that, you need the next. You have that, you need the next. You need the next. The next. You'll never be satiated with it, satisfied because it's not a dovar amiti. It's not emes. It's teira. Mitzvahs, Hashem, that every, you, you could take more, you could take more, and every part you have, you enjoy, and then you want to enjoy it more. He says it's a whole different level of enjoyment. So that's what Chazal are saying over here. Chazal are saying is that Yid should be working also on the premius to develop more feelings and, 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 a, and a richness and a, and a, and a uh, pleasure in godliness and holiness and goodness and to lessen our negative desires as well using these different types of meditations. The same as with all, all pleasures, all worldly pleasures. A wise person sees where they're headed, what comes from them. Think ahead. Don't just look at, oh, so, so beautiful, so tasty. Think what comes from this. Ultimately, they all rat. That they become, they become uh, just, uh, garbage and uh, wormy. That's gashmis. That's the physical. On the other hand, the opposite is that a person should work on developing his tainug, his pleasure, and his simcha and godliness. Through meditating in the greatness of Hashem, every person according to his ability. So this is the thing. A year has to work on these feelings and the feelings of Sadiqim and on awakening greater pleasure in godliness and, and lessening their pleasures in the world. 
מוטב שידע בנפשוי שלא יגיע למדרגה זו באמס לאמיתי. Even though, let's be honest, the person is honest with himself, he says, I'm not going to really reach this level in, in his fullest truth to be like a tzaddik, that I shouldn't have any desire to gashmis, it's only ruchnis, I'm probably never going to get there. Kim bidimyoynis, how do you say dimyoyn? Like imaginations, you know, like something. In Yiddish you say, meretzachayin, what? Thoughts, you know, I can imagine that I love ruchnis and I hate gashmis, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a human being. Nevertheless, even though I may never get there, every person is incumbent that I got to do my part. That was the first oath that they gave me when I came down into this world. Be a tzaddik. So I got to work on being a tzaddik. I got to work on having tainu, um, pleasure in ruchnis. I got to work on, on lessening my pleasure in gashmis. Will I get there? That's Hashem's business. Vashem yase hatoiv be'enav. Hashem will do what's good in His eyes ultimately in determining how far will I reach in that quest of being a tzaddik. But I got to do my chilev, and that's the reason for the first part of this rule. You asked before, right? Because He said we have a second one in case I don't work out the first one. So what's the first one for? The answer is they're both emes. He has to work on the avoid of being a tzaddik. He has to work on on on, on, on arousing his ruchnis to get feelings. He has to work on putting away. Pushing down his, his gash mystic desires. And where will I reach? Hashem Yasata Ibainov. In addition to that, it's like a shvua that it's saying like you should be studying Nabi Russia each moment. Right. He says, You work on it. You have to do the avoid of being a tzaddik. It's constantly. Now he adds another very beautiful thing. He says three points here. I want, I want, I want to make clear. He, the first thing he says is, You got to do your job. Where you'll get exactly, let, 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 you know, let Hashem take care of that. You ever the Greyhound bus buses? Mm-hmm. We'll take you there. So the Greyhound says, "Let, Let us do the driving for you. You just get on." <laughs> <laughs> so that, sometimes we say, "You do your avoda." What's going to happen? Hashem is in the driver's seat. That's out. So, oh, now he says another beautiful word: Hahergel al kol dover shiltoim v'nase teva sheni. Very interesting concept, which is. In, in short, Hergil Naset Teva. Anyone knows that, what that means, that quote? What does Hergil mean? You're accustomed to doing it. Her, Hergil is like habit. My habit becomes my second nature. Which means, there's certain things that really, that's not my nature. I'm mean, I'm different. But I do it every day, I do it every day. And slowly, 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 that becomes my second nature. What does second nature mean? You do without thinking. It, no. True. In other words, it's not really, really who I am, but I can, I can become someone that that's the way I do it. That's really the way where people start doing a virus in life. They start, that's in a negative way. But it could also be in a positive way. It's going to be in a positive way. Can you have a child? I'll tell you, a, pashta, a, a very simple, a practical thing that I think all of us know the concept. You have a child who doesn't like learning. He's not a, he's not a masmid. He's not diligent. But he takes one class and he's just, he works on himself to be diligent, to learn, to learn, to learn. What happens after half a year? He learns without so much effort. Because he, that became his habit. So really this boy is not a mass made by nature, not diligent by nature, but if you do, you, if you plug away at something, that becomes your nature. The guy who's hard to wake up in the morning, every morning on time. He has a difficulty, present company excluded, right? So he has a difficulty. 
But if every day he forces himself out of bed, you know, his alarm clock rings, rings six, six thirty. But after a while, it just he just does it. It's not a struggle anymore. Mm-hmm. Still, if he stops working on it totally, he'll probably slip back. But while I'm working on this, while I do it every day, it becomes my second nature. And Al Trevis says the same thing here as with these things that we're talking about. Even if I'm a very physical type of person, and I love physical things and I love materialistic things, but if I'm if I work on training myself that that's not the direction I go and that's not what turns me on and that's not what I'm going to be excited about, so it's going to become a second nature. Yes, deep down I'm still I have that that very vibrant animal soul. But I have the ability through working on being a tzaddik, like we said, working on developing my, my timing, my pleasure, and ruchnius, I have the ability that that can become my second nature. And that's what he says. He says, You ever, do you know people that when someone talks about Navira, whatever, they say, it's disgusting. Anyone knows anyone like that? Talk about a negative behavior, it's disgusting. Yeah. Now, for most people, it's not disgusting. It's, it's wrong. It's an affaira. It's forbidden. It's disgusting. But some people, oh, it's disgusting. Ugh, ugh. Right? Disgusting. No, they say it. And they say it. And they say it. What happens after a while? That's the way they look at it. That's the concept of Teva Shani. It's like well, me and cigarettes. Yeah, I was like, listen, I love cigarettes. But like, then I said, like, disgusting. disgusting. Now I'm like, she was like, disgusting. <laughs> and I got like, it's right? really the exact same way. And that's what he says. He says, like, oh, I love cigarettes, I just can't. I quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Like, they're disgusting. So, now, so that's a big madriga. So you reach the madriga of, of Hergel Nasatava. Now, that doesn't mean... I still love them. That's it. That, <laughs> <laughs> well said. So in other words, I think that was a great idea you said. Somewhere deep down, it's still there. But still, you're so used to the degrading it and the ugh, whatever. It does something to you. Hergo, habit, and getting used to something does something to us. And he says, that the more a person gets himself used to disgusting the bad, thinking how disgusting it is and saying how disgusting it is. Mm. Think about those words. It becomes a little bit disgusting, Bemis. I keep on saying every day, this is disgusting, this is loathsome, this is ugh. So, so, you know what? A little bit of it affects me. It goes in a little bit. At least, you know, skin deep. So that's another point, he says. Why we should work on being a tzaddik, even though I'm not going to be the real tzaddik, I'm still, I still love it. But, but a little bit, the more I work on it, the more I tell myself, this is disgusting, I don't like that, I hate that, that's disgusting. The more I do that, the more it becomes something that to me is, how do you say in English, mufrach. It's... Uh, out of the question? No, yeah, out of the question. Mufrach is like, uh, in Yiddish you say, upgefrecht. And in Hebrew it's mufrach. And in English it's out of the question. It's got to be a better word than that. <laughs> but, you know, I wouldn't even think of it. It's not in the ballpark. Not in the ballpark. Okay. Peripheral? No. no. <laughs> Stick to architect. <laughs> now, now he adds a third point. He's very, it's a very beautiful piece of Tanya. Now he says a third point about working on being a tzaddik. Again, when I say working on being a tzaddik, what do I mean? Working on changing my feelings about things. So the third point is like this. When a person tries to get used to saying, I enjoy godliness. Not just I do the mitzvahs. I work on the simcha with Hashem. 
through meditating by the greatness of Hashem. What does that mean? Through the awakening down here, I cause an awakening above. Maybe, just maybe, Yara Allah Ruach Mimorin, Hashem will give me a spirit from heaven. Listen to this. The Yizka Lebechinas Ruach Mishoyresh Ezet Sadik Shetis Aber Boy. This is a, a way out Kabbalistic concept, which is everyone has a Nisham. There is an idea, there is a concept that a person could be Zoycha, very unusual. That the neshama of a tzaddik from heaven, some part of it, can connect to my neshama down here, and that's called the, like the concept of just like pregnancy. It's like if a, a, a woman Ibur. is pregnant, ibur, and has another soul within their soul. So men typically don't get pregnant, but here we have in a ruchniistic way that a man can be pregnant. What does that mean? That in his neshama there should come down a nitzutz, a spark from a neshama of a tzaddik. Mm. What do I gain? that now I'm able to attain certain levels in, in spiritual sensitivity that on my own I can never get to. Because on my own, I'm not tzaddik material. I'm just a regular old guy. I'll just, you know, I can do the mitzvahs, I can be a bain, even not a tzaddik. But through working so hard on this avoid of, being, of working on being a tzaddik, working so hard to develop sensitivities to Kedusha, working so hard to undevelop, how do you say, to... To push away the, the gashmistic desires so I can, I can cause that Hashem should send down from me heaven, from heaven, a, a nitzus, a spark of a tzaddik. Lavaid Hashem besimcha amitis, that I should be able to serve Hashem with the ultimate true simcha, that that's my, because my enjoyment in life. Kirechsev, as the Pasik says, simchu tzaddikim ba Hashem, that the tzaddikim of them is a simcha in Hashem, them is a simcha of a mitzvah, that's their, their whole enjoyment, their whole chayiz. And then I'll take be able to fulfill fully the first part of the shvuah also to be a tzaddik mamish. If I'm zoicha to that, the emes be able to fulfill even that second part of the shvuah, the first part of the shvuah, and to be a tzaddik bemes and have real simcha nabedes Hashem and take to lessen to the, to the point of losing those, those negative tigers that we have to struggle with. So that's not, this is not regular Tanya, because typically the Tanya is all about the book of the Benini and be a Benini, but in this piece, the Al-Tarabi gives us a glimpse into that we also have a chilek of our Avedah to work on the internal parts of our Avedah Hashem and work on lessening our Taivas and work on creating more Taiva and Tanya Giruchnius and everyone to their degree is able to do that and is required to do that as well. You 